the winged kind, I hasten to add. And they're everywhere right now. And if you're doing your spring cleaning, I'm sure you can identify with that statement. They are quite literally everywhere. Moths. And they're a nuisance. And it's going to get worse, I'm afraid. And the mild weather is to blame. And Dr. Colin Moore is the area technical manager at Rentakill. He has a lot of expertise in this area. And he's with me on the line. Good morning to you. Morning, Joe. How are you? I'm good, and thank you indeed for taking the call. So what is what is the problem? They have, we're talking uh, an infestation here. Um, the uh, number of moth infestations has increased dramatically, I understand. Yes. Uh, now, we, we normally get a, a bit of a spike around this time of the year because what the moths that we're talking about is, uh, is textile moths. So these are the ones that specifically would feed on on materials like natural wools and 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 maybe even <laughs> maybe even hair. So you, you you're segueing <laughs> from your beard now. That, not that they're going to feed on your beard, uh, but they will feed on animal hair. Like I said, let's say um, when you look at the the history of textile um, moths, they would have originated in birds' nests. So you'd have dead squabs, feathers, um, all manner of detritus in the in the nest. They would feed on the natural fibres in that, and also in animal layers, where again you would have fur, shed, shed fur, and, and stuff like that. So the moths would then, the larvae of the moth would feed on that and then reproduce. Now, um, you're advising people to be quite vigilant. Now, I mentioned, you know, this is the time of year when men and women. Uh, carry out a, a, a major uh, spring cleaning spree. But if you're not um, aware uh, and if you're not or if you don't know what you're looking for, these creatures can uh, um, remain in the dark and hidden away from everything. Well, this is exactly it. So uh, I, I say to people, spring cleaning is not just for spring. Um, so when you when you have your, your nice woolly jumper uh you know, stored away for years, suddenly you take it out and you say, oh, what what are all these holes? And what's happened is you, you've got um, the woolly jumper has been, um, has has had an infestation and of course it's just quietly developing there in the background without you even knowing it. Another classic one, Joe, is where you've got um, your furniture, permanent furniture on, on, a, on a woolen carpet, uh, natural fibres. Um, you move the, the item of furniture and suddenly you find your, your carpet is decimated beneath it um, because of um, yeah. because of other um, pests, textile pests. So yeah, it's, it's being vigilant and, 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 you know, trying to then clean as regularly as you can. Um, bag things. Uh, if you're going to store them away for, for long periods of time, bag them, make sure that they're dry and then bag them. Um, that's the best, the best way of trying to control it. I was reading things, I was reading all about the moth, uh, or the mm. moths, uh, over the last number of days. And it says here, they're less likely to eat mixed materials containing artificial right. fibres. In other words, they're, when it comes to their diet, they can be quite fussy. They can indeed. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, they'll, they'll go, I'll give you one more, actually. So if they are feeding on, let's say, a wool or, or a cotton or something like that, um, You've got natural fibres. If they're stained with, with perspiration, um, you know, a bit of sweat, they, they're actually more attractive to them. Mm. Um, but then, as you correctly say, if you've got a woolen blend, if you've got a polyester and a, and a, and a, a synthetic and a, and a natural, they're less likely. They might feed around it. Now, we have seen it, 
and they'll feed around the polyester um, and the man-made fibres. But it is, they are a bit picky, yes. Now, it isn't a myth. It's true. They are attracted to light. But they're, you know, they're quite fond of brighter lights. Isn't that correct? Um, well, the species that... Um, there's a bit of a mixed bag there because it depends on the species. So the, the textile moths themselves actually prefer the dark. Oh. Um, because they, they will scurry around, um, certainly the common clothes moth and the, the case-bearing clothes moth, they're the, the, the two most common ones in Ireland. Um, they, the adults tend to, actually, curiously enough, they, they run more than fly. So they'll scurry, and they'll scurry away from, from the light uh, because you've got to think of what they're trying to do. They're, they're trying to find, uh, A, they're trying to find mates, and B, they're trying to find places where they can lay their eggs, females. So that's typically in a place where it's stored away, in a dark place that nobody moves and nobody goes near for quite some time. And that's why their, their, natural, their natural behavior then is towards the dark. Now, uh, I know that a minor infestation, if we can call it that, can be dealt with by, by you know, the old DIY products and uh, yeah. cleaning and uh, using the vacuum cleaner and that kind of thing. Uh, but we are um, running this item on the program this morning because uh, you have used the word infestation uh, to uh, describe the situation at this moment in time. So, is there anything people can do to prevent this infestation, or is it now too late? Well, the prevention is, is, is better than the cure, and it's, it's also very cheap. <laughs> so it's trying, to, it's trying to be vigilant, and as I said, keep spring cleaning for right. throughout the year. Don't, you know, don't keep things on the long finger. Right. Um, and if you've got... Um, if you have... Here's another one, Joe, for your listeners. If you know that you've had birds in your attic at any one time... Get rid of the nest, okay, um, if, it, if they haven't been using it. Uh, and, uh, you know, because that can be a source of, of reinfestation. So because the, the nest, quite often, um, it's, that, um, it's the keratin and the fibres within that nest that actually um, just keep, keep populating the, 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 uh, the infestation. Mm-hmm. And another thing as well is if people, the other way when you have off-cuts of, of um, your carpet, Yes. I don't throw them away either. But people tend to just store them away and, and then they forget about them and they might be up in the, in the, in the attic as well or stored under the cupboard or in a cupboard locked away. That can also be a source of infestation because you find, hang on, this, this, is, this is moth-eaten. Um, um, now, it's a, different, it's a different species altogether, but um, you know, just to be aware of things like that. All right. We've got to leave it at that. We're out of time. But it's, uh, I know for some it's a stomach-churning sort of conversation, but it's uh, a must-have because uh, we're talking about an infestation here and uh, who better to uh, enlighten us all than the uh, technical manager at Rent-A-Kill. His name is Dr. Colin Moore. Thank you indeed for your uh, advice this morning, Dr. Moore. Now, so get spring cleaning, yes, and you need to be cleaning on a regular basis and one needs to clean properly, you see, and one needs to be very, very vigilant. I can see now. The spring cleaning plans are being put in place for the weekend as we speak. What? You're thinking of going away for the weekend? Forget about it. We're opening the windows.